0: That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's Afterbuzz TV's Girls After Show. What? what? <laughs> What's up, everybody? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hello.
1: Um, my name is Kelly, and we are back with another Girls After Buzz show, because Bing is for doing, and that's what we do here, is we buzz about the cool okay. shows. So we are here with this season one, episode five, and it's hard being easy. Or is it? You know this. This episode was telling us all about that. It all depends. It was just the easy part. (laughs) So we've got a newbie in the house with us today, doing his very first podcast. Yay! So everyone, say hello. We're popping his cherry. (laughs) (laughs) Which tonight's episode was perfect since it was all about you know cherry
2: popping. All that that
1: (laughs) good stuff. So say hello. Tell everyone your
2: name.
3: Hi, everybody. Uh, The podcasting verse. I'm Andrew Gutten.
2: And of course, my lovely ladies. Hi, I'm Miriam. And I'm Spicy Maddie.
1: And don't forget, you guys can catch us on iTunes, so please, please, please download us and leave us your comments, because you know, there's a lot of controversy and stuff surrounding this show. A lot of people don't get it, a lot of people love it, and that's kind of what we're going to get into tonight also, as we talk about all the sex and craziness that was going on in tonight's episode. So, uh, Miriam, why don't you get us back into kind of what happened last week and catch us up a little bit.
4: Okay, so on a quick note, last week, um, Adam, of course, has his band, which we learned that he was having some songwriting problems, and the girls were not in their apartment, and so- so they go as far, He, his friend, who apparently this episode is more in love with him than his girlfriend, yeah. <laughs> um, goes and snoops through Hannah's room, and which is why the episode was called Hannah's Diary, where he goes and divulges all this information that he had no idea about when it came to Marnie and his relationship and how she truly, truly felt. Uh, yeah, and so a lot of tonight's episode has to kind of revolve around Hannah's Diary, which that's what we opened up with tonight, was him forcing her to read because he wanted to hear it in her voice.
0: I want (laughs) to hear it in your
4: voice what you wrote and so yeah today tonight was yeah well I think my favorite part about that whole thing
1: is that she wanted uh, critique as a writer she didn't want it to be called (laughs) journal
4: she felt it was a notebook full of story ideas (laughs) she's writing her memoirs don't forget (laughs) she is but unfortunately the thing is, is they're supposed to be her memoirs except they're not anything about her they're all about Marnie which is where the conflict comes into play that Marnie is now like why are you writing about me
1: Right. But it forces that it forces her to have that conversation with Charlie that she just absolutely doesn't want to have.
4: Who wants to have that
1: conversation? Well, Nobody does. And, you know, and still she, you know, she thinks that she wants to get back together and she doesn't want to break up and she still doesn't want to face the conversations that she has had with Hannah. And Hannah even says, you know, it's true. Everything that I wrote is true. Right. Because, you know, Marnie says all that stuff that you wrote was mean. She's like, well, but it was true. So it's kind of she for she's forcing her friends to kind of, you know, it's kind do of
3: it's also kind of that oblivious moment for her. I mean, it seems like in a couple episodes now, she's had those moments where it's like, R- did you just say that? Like uh, the job interview where she just starts making date rape jokes. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you had the job. Stop. Yeah. This one. It's like someone is telling you you have massively screwed up. You have just written a song about how your friend's boyfriend has a vagina. Right. <laughs> There's nothing you can say to make that okay.
4: I don't think any man well, can handle the fact if someone's calling them a mangina for the most part. No. Well, Hannah's
2: just, I mean, and it goes back. I could deal back. with it, I
4: guess. But I mean, he
2: wasn't even mad at Hannah, like, whatsoever. I think that he is more upset that his girlfriend doesn't really like him. He, wasn't, he didn't, wasn't really being insulted by the remarks that she wrote in there. He was mad that he was being lied to. I think
1: more so that he was mad that Marnie's not talking to him, I think, is the thing. It's because deep down, I mean, Charlie is a really nice guy but you know and one thing that we learned is he was abandoned by his dad that's one thing that comes out so he has all <laughs> those crazy abandonment issues which is why he smothers with love yeah
4: why did he have to divulge that during sex it's,
1: it's a, we'll that, get to that in that's, a second that's not a sexy topic to talk about when you're
3: that's not how you pillow Doing no. the deed.
4: No. That's, that's uh-uh. not how yeah. I talk. Hey, I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was there's a connection? There is none of that to be discussed.
1: No, no. Stay close to my face. Stay close. No. <laughs> no.
4: Well, you know, tonight's episode had a lot of really great um, transitions.
1: Well, we see a lot of people. We see a lot of the characters kind of downsides in this episode, I think. And maybe downsides is not the right word, but you know, kind of where they need... What, help me out like what's the word vulnerable that I'm thinking maybe it, maybe like the side where they need the most help where you know yeah, the, the the, like where they they need to grow a little more like those those acts yeah those sides. like you see Hannah where she doesn't think things through she's you know she's silly she's such so immature in those senses where she just doesn't get it she doesn't in, in any sense of anything that she did in this episode tonight she just doesn't get it oh no she thinks she has a boyfriend when she doesn't she's trying to you know everything that she does at work like all of these
4: things she just doesn't get it my favorite is that you know she's at work and instead of you know brushing it under the rug like the rest of her fellow employees do she decides to take it on head on she's like all right
2: fine you want to do this let's do this (laughs) I'm so was she trying to do reverse psychology in that situation? Was she really about to ravish her boss? What was her well, angle in that moment? Well, if you remember, Jessa was telling her, hey, go for
1: it. Why not? And I think instead of, but that's how, that's where Hannah's mentality is, is she takes it all so literally. Hmm. Because she's like, do it for the story. So she's like, okay. <laughs> right so she she's like, perfect. Why not? So she goes and does it for the story.
3: Although I'll so say that, that just felt weird to me though. Also because like, she seemed so incredulous when Jess has said that, like, I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then she says story and it's like, that's what, right. that's really yeah. what convinced you, like, I don't know what it is about Jessa. Maybe we'll get into this later. But it seems like other people just like cannot resist things she says or does. And I don't get that. It's like, yeah, he wants to do me. And then they're, they're having sex the next scene. <laughs> There's no Jeez. transition to that. Like, is she really
4: that irresistible? I... Jessa's very no. confident, and, and, and her confidence when when she puts it out there, it's like, "I'm sorry, I get everyone and anyone that I want, and there's no no in my vocabulary." And so that's the kind of thing that she has going on, and people like Ted Bundy, right? <laughs> it almost is. When you have a woman that's that sexual, it's almost like I want to know the background story behind Jessa to mm-hmm. why she is the way that she is, and where her well, parents. She, and is. she's very
1: charismatic. She has a pull about her because, I mean, she's she owns her sexuality. She. Does does and she she just is very captivating and i think it's very easy to get lost in in her kind of little area with
2: anybody but and I, that's what she does i think he knew what he was doing though when he told her she couldn't have any because she is so used to getting what she wants i think he was saying exactly what she needed to hear in order to get in her pants When a man resists you, that makes you want him even more. So I think in this situation, he really was trying to pretend like he didn't want her, but he really wanted her. Yeah, the ex-boyfriend. I don't know, but I think, uh, but knowing her and the way that her
1: character is, at least from my perspective, I think that there would be no need to try to resist her. She's easy. Why would he need to try that? She's going to do it anyway. She had every intention to sleep with him when she
4: was going to meet him. <laughs> Why else would she go? But it well, wouldn't
3: have been that hateful, angry know. sex. No.
2: no. And that goes back of that passion. It goes yeah. back to the point where
4: like uh-huh. Hannah, Hannah's very impressionable mm-hmm. and Hannah is also, a f- she's, very, she's a follower she's of Jessa. naive. Yeah. And so when Jessa gives her pretty much the the hutzpah. If that's the best. I'm like the balls yeah. to like go to her boss and do this. You know, she's just like I'm. Just going to go and do it full, full Monty. But the as way Jessa that she do it. does it, she you know, she's very just like, unsexy. Very unsexy. I mean, I'm sorry. The dress was a little too small for her in this episode. But
1: it wasn't even. But no. But it was like it was like a teenager's dress. Yes, it wasn't even like no, like, more like a tween. Like, out with a. It was a tween. It was dress. a tween dress. She wasn't what? even a teenager yet. She was a tween. You know and. It's like it's not okay. She's like, you know, I know you want to f me, so hey. At first, I thought it was repulsive, but now I'm kind of into it. So let's just do it before I change my mind.
2: How in what
1: world is that sexy? The (laughs) hand, and
2: then he rejects
1: her though. The hand on the boob, and he laughs because he says, "You're gross, and I'm gross." She
2: says that to him. (laughs) She says that to him. You're gross, and I'm gross. Insult.
3: I, I, I gotta say, I like that. I mean, that, that is a great approach. It has about the same kind of effectiveness as the guy at a truck stop going, hey, honey, how you doing? <laughs> you want it? You want me right now? I know you want it. <laughs>
2: You're like, during sex. It's the same thing. It's like, you're gross, I'm gross, let's do this. But she always no. says the wrong thing
1: when she's in
2: those moments. Well,
4: she even called it out. She's like, you know, not only am I trying to get you for sexual harassment, I've, I've sexually harassed you and now I've extorted you. She's like, well, and I threatened to sue th- you, right? Write me a check for $1,000? She is. She's, she's also so bad naive. at extortion too. She
2: I, I would have went for way more than $1,000. I don't understand why she decided to quit at the end. Because she's she's dumb. She's just she not, has a job where she's not required to do much. And then you were going to have sex with him. He rejects you, and then you quit. Was and you he tells because you not rejection to, or because of the sexual harassment. She's just no. quitting because she's
1: she's just quitting because she's it, her plan didn't work. She's quitting because <laughs> now there's no story. So what's next? She's just quitting because there's nothing left. So now she has to go
4: explore, find another well, story. And she thinks she's
1: got a boyfriend.
4: Oh, gosh. First of all, <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies. Unless he gets an answer. The exactly. There is no title until you have that talk. And sometimes that talk takes a really long time to get to. But her justification on why they're now boyfriend and girlfriend. You know, I was upset and he heard my words <laughs> and he, he held my face and then he kissed me, girl. So we're pretty much boyfriend and girlfriend. No, you're not. That's how all the
3: best relationships start.
4: <laughs> no, that's no. how the most disgusting passionate relationships start and end very quickly. Right after that, I love Jess's
1: quote. After that, she says, "Well, guys like that will try anything once, uh, <laughs> right?
2: What did that, was she just she being was a right. jerk? No, or no was she, like, she saying was saying
1: that he was trying.
2: Like, what was he? What did she no, mean by that?
1: I took it as that she was like." she didn't really she was surprised by that and was like well hey even somebody like that
4: will at least try something like that once I think Jessa said that because she's heard that before I mean how many times ladies in the heat of passion have you heard a guy say something you're like did he just say that wait did he just say I love you yeah. <laughs> did, he just say, did he say he wants me to meet his mama? Yeah. You know, Again,
3: that how, is weird pillow talk.
4: It, it, and, but that's the thing, what happens when you've got like a sexual thing going on, especially that young and that impressionable, like the littlest thing during that um, coming moment the climactic, climactic. moment. Climactic. <laughs> Thanks for bringing KP back. Um, in that climactic moment, a lot of things are said that sometimes really aren't really meant to be true. It's like. I don't
2: even think he misled her. He didn't tell her anything. He just kissed her because he, she was sad. Yeah. They just had some doing it. This, like, they didn't. It wasn't anything, I would say, special to, or I extraordinary. Mean, here's the thing
1: when you're a 22, 23 year old guy, you've got a girl standing in front of you crying, even though you're a douche. It just shows he's not that much of a an ass. I mean he he is but he isn't. He still has a heart buried in there somewhere. He somewhere. felt bad. Oh no, he, well, he didn't percent advantage of uh, the situation. Well, I, mean, I yeah, do not believe that. He didn't I, I know trying to make her feel better. No, he wasn't trying to make her feel better, but he wasn't just gonna he didn't just slam the door in her face. Andrew, he has, what do you think? You know, he Andrew, was. what do you think it was all as about?
3: The, as the the male in the room <laughs> and, a, and a poor example at that. Um <laughs> I honestly think he's just the, the weirdest, like, submissiveness thing going. I mm-hmm. mean, at the end of this episode, he had the, like, hey, you wanna step with my balls? Like, really? <laughs> I mean, first of all, Kim, hell out of nowhere. But it's like, <laughs> she's just yelling at him, telling him he sucks, he's awful, he doesn't treat her right. And he's like, I wanna have sex. Like, th- this is not a guy with a heart. I think it's just like, she finally hit on the thing that gets him going.
0: Mm -hmm. The rejection thing.
3: When prior, I mean, all it had been had been, like, dominance for him. Mm -hmm. And it's like, he didn't just want to have sex with her. He wanted to degrade her. And then, like, she kind of came back and was like, you know, this works for me. And, uh... I don't see heart there. I just see kind of a really manipulative douche. I mean, he had her stand there for what? What was it supposed to be like? Probably a, a, at least a, a if, few long minutes. It was probably like ten minutes. was
2: a good yeah, TV thing time. <laughs> time. in TV world. <laughs> but what is that? That's not <laughs> What's a, wants to the watch? worst part about it for me though? Too is that she stands there and does it because well, that that's the thing is like she likes him. That's and, why. Yeah, and but, her self esteem has to be low to be messing with somebody like Adam. So she's gonna take what she can get.
1: But it's so. Ridiculous. It's just like, you know, I mean, come on now, girls. You have a you have you walk into an I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Even I back it was when hot. I even well, you know what else? <laughs> yeah. It, it was, was hot. What? I thought
4: what? that was hot. Seriously? I'm sorry. Sometimes Seriously? I like to watch. Yeah, me too. But in that sense, there's something he, sexy about it. Yeah. But, but really? in that they kind of freaking
2: what, what about, watch what about Wait, I wait, wait, it. wait. No,
4: in that situation, explain this to me. I will say this. So Hannah gets there. He gives her the full reality check. Like, hey, by the way, uh, no, we're not boyfriend, girlfriend. Uh, and sometimes no, you, I'm you not say interested. ish that sounds
2: made up. Yeah. Like, he just
4: insults her left he just, and right. He insults her left and right. And then she has that moment when she goes to the bathroom and you obviously see there's no toilet paper. Poor thing. It's just like there, empty <laughs> room. and I'm like that is a
3: detail I was not noticing I, I noticed that too
4: I noticed that too ladies we noticed a lot of details <laughs> um, and so she's sitting there and she has that reality bites moment she's yeah. like man I am not as fabulous as Jessa I just came on to my boss and quit my job and tried to extort
2: him for a thousand dollars. And got rejected by a hundred year old man.
4: And then yeah, <laughs> and then now here I am at my, my, who I thought was my boyfriend for two seconds and he's pretty much breaking my heart and then she comes out of the bathroom and she's like, alright, I'm gonna leave now, I'm gonna leave and and she, he's nowhere to be found except laying pretty much the handle in his junk. And, You know, for as much as Hannah doesn't get things, she doesn't get how to be in a a professional environment, she doesn't get how to survive, she got it. Yeah. She was like, you know what? He is turned on by me being a biatch or by me being uh, dominating to him because his whole thing is being dominating on her. And now she's turned the tables. She's like, no, I do not accept that. I will not it, do this. It took her a minute to get it because yeah. at first she's like, "Do you not realize that I'm still
1: here? Do you know I'm leaving now? Do you not know that I'm still here? I don't know." And then he's like, "No, I get. I,
2: I know it, it was awkward for her at first. You it know, was,
1: but th- that's the part of it that I don't understand. How you think that that's she, hot? Well, it was awkward, and no. then she owned it. It's no, not I, I get that, but like, how can you think that that situation's hot? No, I'll say he, this. he starts doing that. He knows that she's there. He, she's like, "Hello, hello.
4: Who's here? Who's here? What makes it hot? It's hot like." This? Is when you like a guy and you're turned down by a guy and he goes and does something like that to get your attention, it's very like, hmm, what else can I get him to do?
2: I thought it was hot because it was just freaky. Like, it was just... (laughs) Like this is I the freak side of the table. Yeah. <laughs> I just was like, ooh, she's. This watching. side of the table is learning. Like, <laughs> I, I think um, the freakiest people are the ones that watch and don't participate. And so when you're just an audience watching, it's almost like watching porn, but you know the person. So it made it very, it made it more intense and hot. And then she gave, she got to talk back to him, and she doesn't really have a strong personality. So now she's owning it, and then she's getting money also. So now it's a little prostitution going on. I mean, I get it. Like around. when it when it gets to that
1: point, like. I get I can see where it could be hot in that sense but like getting up to there it was just so bad so it's it's like one of those things where it's like you you don't have to get disrespected and treated so bad to get to the hot point that's what I don't get that's what I don't like about it is because you don't especially when you're that young and vulnerable and you like somebody it, that's what I don't like about how that shows that is that you have to you know he's He's like, why are you here? Why are you touching me? We talked about this yesterday. And then, like I, like, I see all of those points, but it's the example that it sets for when you, you know, for the... For My the hand youngest. is raised.
2: <laughs>
4: I know, I'm like
1: totally I see. What, what, else? what? What?
2: What? Me. Okay, so do you remember last <gasps> episode we were saying uh, the cat and mouse chase, the cat and mouse chase? It's mm-hmm. the same thing with every single person's relationship. Mm-hmm. The moment that you... Act as if you don't want somebody. It makes them want you all the more. Not maybe because they really want you, but just the thought of possibly losing you or not having you or the rejection factor. How dare you not want me? So when Hannah owned it and she went over there to break up with him, supposedly break up with somebody she wasn't with, last episode, (laughs) it turned him on. Well, this time he flipped the exact same switch. He was like, oh, you don't want me, so I'm going to act like it's over between us. And then she's fighting for the relationship now. And then he rejects her. And then it turns him on so it's just the cat and mouse chase the rejection but she didn't fight for the relationship See, she I'll, just said she was gonna leave so there wasn't but that but she was like I don't want that though I wanted like she was trying to tell him that she wanted to be together yeah but uh, I don't know women
4: I just, unfortunately and I know that I have been guilty of this in my 20s now that I'm in my 30s I am not that stupid kids <laughs> But in my 20s, you know, and that's how young they are. They're very impressionable. They don't know any better. And you get us into a situation where you like this person and you almost, no, you start to compromise. Right. Who you are, what your beliefs are, and what everything your friends are telling you not to do—you're doing it anyway. You're like, okay, so if it means that I have to dominate him and watch him pretty much handle his junk, then I'm going to do that because yeah. I like him and I want him to like me back. Right, and right. But that's
1: the part that I like. I understand that, but the the part that I don't is is like the leading up to that—that that it was so you know because like her walking out of the bathroom and walking in and seeing it is one thing, but the walking around and can't find him and him being like, no, I know you're here. And just you know, like it was just. She basically has to stand there like a moron for ten minutes until she gets she's it. Been a moron and then it's like, nine. no, I, I, <laughs> I know that's the part that's like not hot. Like I don't get how that's hot. Adam's and then by the time you changed. wait like like I, I
2: don't know i wouldn't stand there long enough to wait for it to get hot you know what i mean but i don't know you wouldn't let adam do all the 10 million other rude crap things that he's done to her like he but from the beginning his no, character has no. not changed. i mean been back back in, in, in my early days you know i can see how yes some
4: of You've
1: those you never stepped on anybody's
2: balls come on now uh, maybe I'm just playing. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so with
4: that being said andrew how do you interpret or,
3: first of all i'm loving this just ladies <laughs> the ladies we round get the, the ladies round table <laughs> and masturbation that's <laughs> we, can we do a show about business. that? Just, what, is, what are your thoughts about guys jacking
4: am
1: I'm not against watching women it. I just, you know, no, I'm not saying I'm not uh, against you know okay, all of that. But so, you know whatever. So
4: Andrew, how do you look at this as a writer and interpret this situation? Like
3: Well, I mean, like I said earlier, I think that there's a weird obliviousness to Hannah. That I mean that, that to me explains a little bit why she kind of stands there. I mean, she sees everything as a story, but there's just that obliviousness to her that says, yeah, she'd just stand there for a couple minutes, not really even thinking about him. Just watching the guy jack off. <laughs> and him, I mean, he, he. I think that might be what attracts her to him, is that he is even more oblivious than she is. Mm-hmm. That he is in a...
2: Crazy loves crazy.
3: Freaking bizarre world. I mean, my assessment of Adam as a character is he's the kind of guy who is cutting up bodies and putting them in a fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. She, she walks in on him and he's got a blowtorch. Well, like, she, I'm she just would like, help
2: if it made for a good story.
3: Yeah, she would stay. And an hour like, ago, she, she was okay, about take to out do
2: the- her boss. Yeah. So obviously it's not an integrity thing that Hannah has going on. She's yeah, not. That, that is not a there's uh, nothing word beneath in her, her story. Yeah. I mean, does she talk to her parents? I mean, does she getting
1: advice from them? No, no. You know, like I she mean, her should have been, gay, according to Adam. <laughs> you know, she oh, well, she should that's have been. I got. Yeah.
3: So that that was bugging me this episode uh, from when it first uh, came in. The last time we left her with the gay ex boyfriend, weren't they like at odds with each other? Like, yes. Yes. What the hell happened that I missed or something that, like, now they're, like, BFFs, they're having a good time. It's no,
2: that was like, no, that a, was a flashback.
3: Oh, that was a flashback.
2: That was How a flashback. Charlie, I totally All right. yes. That was a flashback. Yes. How Charlie Hi. and Marnie so, met. Yes. How they hooked up for the first time. I yes. heard
3: Charlie and I was like, no, that's a different Charlie. And, like, I, yeah. No, I totally it was a
2: flashback. Not. That was a flashback. She was on a weed brownie I must and was stuck been, to the pole because uh, she was nervous and scared. Yes. have been not take yes. notes. Before we get into
4: the whole Marnie and Charlie dynamic, which is a really great thing. Before before we go in, into- I'm sorry. I like
1: had a brain fart. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: please,
1: okay, please. well you know, um, like I was saying, you know, t- today is uh, Mother's Day, so you know, I unfortunately my mom wasn't here, so I just got to post embarrassing pictures of her all over Facebook and make her mad. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you have, your mom has a book that uh, everybody can check out. So yeah,
3: my mom is actually a first ladies historian. Uh, she's actually written two books, uh, one of which I know is available on Amazon. And if you go to After Buzz TV and click the Amazon banner, we got a little p- kickback from uh, that. And you can look up The President's Partner by Dr. Meyer Gutten. It's pretty awesome. Cool.
4: The President's Partner. It sounds very sexual.
2: Ooh. First ladies
3: from Martha M.F. in Washington all the way up to Hillary Clinton. You know you want it.
2: <gasps> awesome. So mom was a writer. Now so you're girls, a writer. First lady. That's come pretty on. cool. <laughs> it goes hand in hand.
3: Uh, mom is a, a college professor and a writer. My sister is a, a TV writer, and I am an as- uh, aspiring TV writer.
2: So you're kind of like Hannah in a way from Girls, in a little bit. Do you not know? say like, that. About you. Do, you, do you have a journal at home. <laughs> a diary. It's a notebook. <laughs> A catalog of my adventures. <laughs> I like diary. that. A catalog
4: of your adventures. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> Wonderful. So go to Amazon if you go to afterbuzztv.com and click on the Amazon banner, you can definitely catch this book. Um,
3: support the Guten
4: family. Yes. So Marnie and Charlie now. It's funny because last week I predicted I thought that she was gonna, you know, go the opposite direction to where she went. Mm-hmm. And I found it very interesting. Now, they've been together, what, four or five years? I think so, since college. And she's never seen his place.
2: She's self-involved and selfish in the relationship. Yeah. Maybe he
3: got, like, a new place or something since, but, like, I don't think so. I'm thinking the way you are that, like, literally she has never even tried to go
4: to this place. I'm sorry. I'd want to see my man's place, like... What's your junk? What are you brushing your teeth with? Right. Do so you mouth? Do you floss? <laughs> do you floss? Oh my god, it's so sexy when
2: I guy Do flosses. you wash? So do true. you wash your so clothes? Do you hang them up? Masturbating,
3: and we've got floss. So really, you are on We're <laughs> gonna you you
2: masturbate at the same time. <laughs> oh, That's, Charlie, how, 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 would,
4: how would you negotiate that? Like, I mean, you can floss That's him multi-tasking.
2: while he masturbates. We <laughs> have
4: found the new form of porn. I'm like, Get
2: it? <laughs> wow. Get it, get it. Okay, yeah, so, so back to
4: Charlie's apartment. So they're in Charlie's apartment, and she's. She's fascinated. His IKEA studio. Yeah, she's fascinated. She's like, oh my God, this looks like a Target ad. Is and that
3: a compliment, by the way? No. I it looks like Target? No,
4: I think that's kind of an insult, actually. No, like, it's if like, you like, said like, it, it looks, looks like, really generic. Um, I mean, I, what's a higher end furniture store? It looks more like Jennifer's convertibles, that I'd be like, okay. But, yeah, or like Urban Home or something, yeah. but not Target.
3: <laughs> Your stuff looks like random generic crap.
2: Well, especially because he made it, right? Because he's a, he you did. know, he does all that carpentry, so he made all that stuff. Well, it looks like it's an ad, and so I would take that as a compliment. Like, it looks so perfect. It's professional. Yeah. And I think that's what she was kind of going for. But the fact that she'd never been there before. And then he
1: says, you know, I've asked you repeatedly. And she's like, mm-hmm. no, you haven't. She doesn't even hear him when he talks. No, she does not. She does she's not like so that just so all
4: about herself. Yeah.
3: Well, I mean, in the first episode, she says that, like, getting touched by him is like getting touched by your creepy uncle. So yes. she's dating a guy who makes her feel like she's having an incident of pedophilia. And he hasn't Incest forced to her to pedophilia. take any
2: responsibility or work in the relationship whatsoever. So she, she doesn't have to use any... Gas or cab fare in order to go over there. She's not the type of person to do that if he's always going to come to her, which he does. Yeah, Yeah, she's
1: not going to go out of her way to do anything for this poor guy. And it's really
4: sad. Well, in this episode, she starts to go out of her way. She starts begging him, "Don't break up with me. Don't break up with me." And Cat he's and like, mouse he's like, "You know what? You're not in love with me." And that's a hard pill to swallow when you're in a relationship and you're with someone and the feeling is no longer there and you don't want to admit it. I mean, there there's so many red flags and she's now put in this position and he's like, "I don't even care anymore." Like, like, you I, know, I have a lot
1: of respect for his character to be able to sit in, in her face and just tell her that. like, That's you why he's don't a character. And it real. <laughs> it's <not for laughs> real.
2: Well, he tried to be strong and tell her, no, I'm going to choose me instead, what she was doing. But then, like the human person that he that, was, right. of course. he fell for it. And all of us have been in that situation before. <laughs> I have. Where you're like, I'm not going to take you back. And then you take them back. And then it's like, damn it, I know I shouldn't have taken you back. Of course you go back and forth, back and forth
1: until you just can't go back anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. You have to, because at the end of the day, you have to, it has to be on your own time. You go, you go until you you come to the point that that we saw
4: Marnie come to when she just had enough and she just couldn't do it. I mean, first of all, for him to... She obviously doesn't know much about him, which is why when they, they're sitting there and they're reminiscing on how they met. Mm-hmm. Here she is, they flash back to college and she's got bangs <laughs> and is like such the square and her dark. girl. Yeah. Yeah. And she happened to eat a pot brownie with a jello shot on top of it. <laughs> and she's just like totally scared. You know, Hannah's off making out with her gay boyfriend, <laughs> and, and the funny part is, is he like fixes her bangs? Yes, he's like, oh, honey, he you're was fine, fine. He you're wasn't fine. Gay back then, he was yes. very
2: flamboyant back but, then. But
4: you know, then we find out he's the one that introduced
1: yeah. Charlie mm-hmm. and Marnie. He's
4: like, here, come and come and talk to her, make her feel okay. And she's like, I'm
2: scared. And Can you it, hug me? But yeah. it was funnier when he said, I'm gonna go do my girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. Because we know. We know. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Come on. <laughs> he didn't like. <laughs> I think it was a savior thing. I think she fell for Charlie in that moment because he kind of rescued her. He took right. care of her. So knight in shining armor kind of thing.
1: Right. And he, you know, he obviously has that personality where he's just going to do whatever she says to make her happy. And, you know, honestly, what girl doesn't like but that? But he seemed cooler back then. He
2: looked like he had a little bit more swagger at well, that he point. he had a
1: band that he, you know, I think it was, you know, he was kind of a little bit more into because he probably had a little bit more time for it because his time wasn't all about her i sure. So he probably was a little bit cooler back then. Yeah, But then, you know, when you get into a relationship, one side of the relationship usually suffers because somebody you know, Gives you have to put too it much somebody always has to give a little bit to, it's, it's unfortunate, but that's usually what happens
2: 50-50 people, 50-50 But it also shows his naiveness as well because he's not obviously in tune with his relationship or no. he would see that his girlfriend doesn't really like him
1: Right. Well, he was starting to see that but again, he, you know, Hannah kind of forced the hand on both sides to just own up to it, is what really, you know, what happened.
3: And Charlie fell for Marnie's thing at the end. I mean, uh, the way I kept seeing it was, I mean, the whole episode was a lot about, like, power, like, justice thing, like, yeah, you want to have sex with me, and then Hannah's thing with uh, Adam, and at the end, Marnie him, like, he's like, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, I love you, and she's like, not interested anymore.
4: Right, Kinda exactly. Like the little, well,
3: little kick of the ball, it's like he wants it until you hand it to him. And exactly. Then just like,
4: mm-hmm. Well, I can see why she became disinterested. Now they're in the middle of having sex, and she's actually into it for the first time that they've ever had sex that we've seen. Right. She's into it because now it's like, alright, I need to get you back kind right, of a thing. Right, But his conversation during sex. it, it yeah. was very needy, it was very like, oh my god, my childhood, and my father, <sighs> and stay close to my face, and but it sounds like, like he's telling her this information for the first time, though. It's the first time she's hearing it, though.
1: Right, because he was like, "Remember my dad? You know, remember this, remember that." And it's the f- yeah, it's the first time I'm she's sorry. actually
4: listening. If your penis is inside of me, I don't want to hear about your family.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I
2: know it's not the right time to talk about anything. Not the right time. So that.
3: many revelations about things I've been <laughs> doing wrong. It's
1: not the right <laughs> time. So Having sex, all sudden, just, just going hey, to family
3: reunions <laughs> tomorrow.
4: That is not the, the right time like to talk you. about abandonment issues. When you know. I think for her well, being is, the strong woman <laughs> that she is, for her being the strong woman that she is, she's like. <sighs> Oh, this is too much and too young for me. But even when she like backs up and's like I can't, she
1: hits her head, and then he's like, "I'm here, I'm here, I'm right here." I would, I probably would have strangled. I would have I would have like, like.
3: That's that weird You're punctuation. Point. And
2: I'm. Yeah. It, he, no. it's like he it's felt too much. Weak. He felt very weak while they were not having passionate sex, but mm. if, you know, it felt very just going through the motions. And I was, I, I too thought that she was though, finally more into it. But if all he needed to do was just slap her, if he would have just. <laughs> laughed her around a little, she would have been <laughs> yeah. right back in his
3: office Even him standing up for himself felt kind of wussy. Like, I was like, oh, man, this, this guy finally, uh, he nutted up, and then it's just like, God, dude, like, you had, you couldn't you couldn't take the diary yourself and read it. Like, you had to have Hannah, like, bring her into it so you could just defeat her, and then when she comes over, he he doesn't really try and lead her on, like, he doesn't try and kick her out or anything. He has her just kind of sit there, like, and just yell And at then her. they reminisce. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then, I mean, she knows what she's doing. She knows he's a pushover.
2: He's a little bit of a man china.
3: He's uh, kind of a bitch. I'm just
2: saying. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of a bitch. Hannah didn't do anything wrong from, I mean, not even writing about her friend. You write about the things that are closest to you. Both of them have best friends that are obsessed with them. They do. Charlie and uh, Marnie both have friends that are kind of uh, consumed with them. Yeah, they do. Although
3: I like Ray. That's just perfect.
2: (laughs) Ray has got issues. He's an asshole. But he's hilarious. I like Ray. Assholes usually are.
3: The best line of this episode for me is just like, I I would not hate fuck you. (laughs) Because And I will say, I have had that conversation with friends, but it's just like, it's like, no, I would not hate fuck your girlfriend. That's uh, how much I I dislike what she has done to you. And by the way, that is more comforting to guys than you think it is.
2: Nice. That's the only
3: way we can
1: communicate. It's a sign that (laughs) that
4: that he has his back.
1: Absolutely. And she's like, what are you in love with him? And he's like, apparently more than you are.
2: And I don't think he meant that, though, in a no, gay way. No, not, not he at all. meant as like a homie-lover kind yeah. of way. That yeah. I care about his feelings well, more than you yeah. do. <laughs> you <know. laughs> I mean, you know, like, I got my boy's back. I love my boy kind of thing. But did oh, he, he really care
4: so much about his feelings to let him put it in song in public the way that he did?
1: Well, it was probably his idea. Because you know he's, you know, because at first he didn't want him to read it, remember? True, true. So it was probably Charlie's idea to do making that.
3: him not read it, though. Yeah. He was just like, I don't want you to read it. <gasps> And just like held it close, he didn't. Ju- he didn't just like subtly put it down. He was just like, "No, you can't!" And then started running with it. He's like, "Dude, of course he's gonna read That's it. Right, yeah. Yeah. Like he's going to get it." For but you. he kind
2: of wanted him, too, anyway. He's a jerk, so it kind of amused and tickled him, jerk. but yeah. he also had this little, I want to protect you, but nah, not really. This is yeah. more funny if I give it this to you. a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> you
4: know the thing that gets me about Charlie and Marnie's dynamic is, and this happens very often, and this is why this show is so relatable, is the fact that instead of saying, like, I'm in love with you, I want to stay with you, he's like, I decided to be with you. Right. And she pretty much, in her, without saying it, I settled to be with you. And right. I Fortunately, in in a lot of relationships and dynamics, I know we've all experienced this. You know, your guy decides, like, I want to be with you. You're, I trust you. I respect you. You're clean. You're educated. You're this. You're, you're that. Clean. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I can stand
1: to be around you, you for this amount lights. of hours at <laughs> <of the> a time. <laughs>
4: I can sit in silence with you and have that Pulp Fiction moment. <laughs> you know, that's that's important. Important. That, that, that is important. That is important. And and so he decides on her. It's not. He's not going by anything anything of emotion or feeling it's pretty much a, a well this is the most logical thing to do right? and she of course in turn is settling for this whole situation and it really made me proud even though unfortunately she had to say it in sex she's like yeah now I want to break up she had that realization, like, you know what? While he was in her, There's by the no way. There's no passion I mean, in logic. I mean, a lot happens when you're that intimate with each other. But, but we like want to know,
1: food. we want to know, too, Still like, up. you know, what, what do you, what does everyone else think? You know, get in the conversation. Join us. You know, you can download our podcast on iTunes. Please leave a comment. Rate us. Let us know what you think. You know, let us know how you feel about the whole watching the masturbation scene. Let's yeah. tell me if you agree with me, if you, you agree with the hot. girls. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. I mean, I can understand the hotness, but whatever. Let's talk about it. So please make sure to go to iTunes and download um, AfterBuzz TV and uh, let us know what you think. So we got to get into the whole uh, Shoshana, like in the closet, watching this whole hot oh. sex. You know, now that uh, sex, like that whole sex scene, now, that was a hot sex scene. That
4: really was. <laughs> now, of course, now Jessica's is crashing with Shoshana and... There's no knock at the door. Is Shoshana home? Like nothing. She just nothing. goes. She. Right right uh, what else are you gonna do? But she didn't even she care like if Shoshana was home or, like, or not. No, no at this point. she's not. No. But poor Shoshana's not like. Oh, hey guys, I'm here. She's like
2: taboo. Uh, hide in the closet. But yeah. she she because she didn't want to mess up the moment. Though, so she too. but she goes in the closet. But then she kind of peeks out, and, and then the all of a sudden she watches the whole thing. Now that only lasted about ten seconds, like right. really ten was, seconds. Yeah.
3: When it's that vigorous, yeah, I'm sorry.
2: sorry. It was like a pump, um, pump, pump. Uh, like no, it was, just he was really really backed great.
3: up like oh hell.
2: It was. It was. It was. It was sorry, it was backed up. I well, it was it. like on the Somehow bed, out happens. the
1: window.
4: It was a little bit longer than ten seconds. I,
3: <laughs> the neighbors are outside going, really? "Wow, that
4: is." They're like, "Let's enjoy the sunshine." Right. I'm taking my kids out for a walk. some oxygen. Ooh. I'm sorry. That was the hottest scene tonight. That the was the, that was
2: a very that hot thing. Marian likes window things now going on <laughs> outdoors. You can peek
4: into my window.
2: I'll peek outside of yours. I gotta try that. <laughs> and no, it was really hot. and It was so, hot.
4: You know, I think this too, with Shoshana being a virgin, not knowing, mm-hmm. she's like, how is it done?
3: That's her exposure. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I, I
4: think so. She was learning. She was how taking notes. How is it done? And you know, Mental that's notes. That's a great note to take. Honey, doing it pressed again out looking outside the window is fabulous. Great lesson. You know. Don't
3: worry; it doesn't take long. You
2: know, <laughs> what was the word? Your mistake that is, is. short lived. <laughs> I'm unsmoutable. I'm th- that is the lesson that she taught her. I'm unsmoutable. Do you guys know? Is we have anyone, to unsmoutable. Kind of unsmoutable.
3: I guess it just kind of means you what can't mess heck? with my sh- you can't mess with my shit. You can't stop me Yeah, that's how you broke it down
2: to me. Calio, yeah, I, that's what I, I, that's, that's what I think. I think it's me. kind of
1: like he told her Smoked. we're not having sex, and she's like bullshit. And then next thing you know, they're out the window doing it. And then he tries to kiss her, and she's like, "Oh yeah, what about you know Gilliana or whatever her name was?"
4: I I to bring I him back, she owned it. To bring yes. him
1: back to reality, that was like, "I got you because I I know that I could. I mm-hmm. mean, I just needed to prove that." She stroked her it because does. I needed to just pat
4: myself on the back a little. I admire women like this, and I know a few. And and when I hear these stories, I'm like, "Girl, you just get her done, make it happen," you know. Because the, the bottom the Larry, the line cable cable is, <laughs> um, kind of, no, no, no. I don't that, know. Literally. That's hot,
3: really. <laughs> no,
2: no.
4: the the gist like of deliverance. it, <laughs> you know, it's the fact that when you are a woman, especially in your 20s, and you're being. um pardon my language dicked around by these guys Mm -hmm. who leave you waiting by the phone who never text you when you text them back who expect you to go above and beyond but they don't do the extra mile for you there are the Jesses in this world who are like you know what this is for all my ladies who are vulnerable Mm -hmm. I'm gonna take your ass and make it mine and because there is no
1: make reason you cry
4: <laughs> when you leave. Why
1: would he Do the wave?
2: Let's start the wave with it. <laughs> why? It's like no the, way, why? No it's not my first wave. No, today. but seriously Calm scenes. why scenes. Why, <laughs> why would he
1: have called her if he was so happy in his relationship? There's no reason no. to see an ex girlfriend if you are about to move in with your girlfriend and you're happy. I hate when guys say that. Then why are you calling me? There's no reason Let we're it not out, we're girl. not Let friends.
2: It, um, Let it out, Kelly. you know we're not friends. Oh, <laughs> You know, if you're so happy in your life,
1: and that's exactly what she told him. Really, are you? Are you right. really? Let's test this. You know, and they went back. They went back and forth for a second, and I, I so related to that moment because it's, like, really? it it's like, really, and she looks at him, and it's like, really. I mean, you know? I've,
3: de- I've definitely had friends who've done this. I mean, I think I've probably done it once where after you're done with someone, like y- you do actually want that moment where you can see them one more time. You may not like ask them, but you want to see them at like the grocery store or and just be like, I'm glad I'm done with that. Like, right. I mean, maybe that was him trying to say he was over. I'm guessing not, but at the same time, it could have been that thing where he was just like, "I want to prove I can go uh, see her without having sex with her," and he failed miserably. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. I think everybody wants mm-hmm. their ex to just want them just a little bit. Just, oh you no, know, I
3: You want your ex to get fat the next time you see them?
2: <laughs> well, and not only that, he it's dumped true. her, so she would had
1: this time where he went to kiss her and she backed away because it's like, uh, uh. This episode so was power plays. That. Oh, Julia the, I us no loved no it. I <laughs> loved that. Part. It was great. Uh, it
0: was this, great. this whole
3: episode was power plays. I mean, except except for Shoshana, every single girl had a moment right at the end of their story where they were firmly in control. With her was the kiss. With Marnie, it was it's like, I'm done with this. And with Hannah, it was her being propositioned to step on Adam's balls.
2: <laughs> She's like, yeah. I to bring that back bucks. as many no, times I as God, I can. I love that she was like, I want cab I money. Like, I think yeah. that she started she thinking. it she took 100 it, Yeah. <laughs> I,
3: it maybe just what? be the inner pork kid in me, but I'm just like, no. That <laughs> would have pulled me. Kid. It's like, no, it's like erection is gone no
2: <laughs> I, have, I have no it's
3: like <laughs> why did you save your wallet with hundreds sitting around dude no you need that money you're poor oh, she
2: deserves oh, his it his grandmother gives do it, it I know
1: well hold on let's take a quick commercial break and then we'll come back we'll tie it up and we'll do um, predictions and get into what we think is going to happen on the next episode yes <laughs>
3: Hey, everybody. John Comerford here. I've got my Mad Men with me. Kevin Andegaro. Phil Svitak. For all you fans of Mad Men, we're your After Buzz TV hosts of Mad Men. Every Sunday right after the show, 9.30, we're breaking down the episode. You can also check us out on iTunes and YouTube the following morning. We're going to get into the imagery, the symbolism, the structure. We give you all the information on Mad Men that the other podcasts out there don't. Very insightful. You're going to love it. Check us out. Please Hello everybody, we are the LA Complex crew and we are here with Andre Fuller from the LA Complex who plays Caldrick King and you can catch LA Complex every Tuesday night on the CW at 9 o'clock. After that, come to our AfterBuzz TV show where we do a recap of the LA Complex, we talk about Raquel, we talk about sex tapes, we talk about, you know, relationships and you can catch us live at 10 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, AfterBuzzTV.com. If you can't catch us live, go ahead and swing over to YouTube the next day. You can rate, you can comment, watch us. iTunes, same thing. Download, rate, comment. And we would love to hear your feedback. And we love to support, guys. So please, please, please support us and support the LA Complex. Buzz Bye. See you later. Hey
1: guys, this is the After Buzz TV crew for The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Woo! Don't forget to tune in every Monday night at 8 p.m. to see... Adrian Barrow. Deanna Vaughn. Susan Hahn, Giselle Ugardi. Buzz
2: later.
0: After Buzz TV, what do you want to buzz about?
2: <laughs> oh, We're just talking about. Porn. We're just talking about porn videos. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, porn pulling yeah, your tonight <laughs> start on your yeah. own yes or no it, it, let us know on iTunes what you guys think at home <laughs> so you know cause Charlie you know
1: admitted that he watches porn as you know if your boyfriend tells you he doesn't watch porn he's lying right liar, liar. that's like
2: saying he doesn't masturbate exactly. come on now yeah right all right,
1: so let's let's get into this. So, you know, Andrew joined our show. We got into a little Twitter debate about why you know we like girls and why you didn't. I so do not. No. Tell tell us why. And let's. This get into is my this. first
3: podcast, and it's for girls. I mean.
1: <laughs> but you know, we... I'm waiting
3: for Game of Thrones and Mad Men to DVR so I can watch them uninterrupted. That is it. Pretty much. <laughs> You have so, seen my weekly schedule.
1: Okay, come on, tell. Okay, so t- what is it when you first started watching? Because you obviously you've watched all five episodes. So I watched, something yeah. has kept you watching besides think, me taunting you on Twitter yeah. about it. It's Mostly, so- um, <laughs> I,
0: think,
1: I, mean, I I think
3: there's a part of me that's like, this could get better. It could get better, and it's just no, no, it's not. And I think for me, the thing just angers me the mm-hmm. most if there is one thing to go at. It's that so many of the girls remind me of girls I have either dated or known who piss the hell out of me, it.
2: and it's so, literally and this it's is literally. relatable like, to you.
3: It is relatable to things I hate, and it's like, but oh, it's yeah. still
2: relatable. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm,
3: I'm giving you the win there. However, that's not something that I should want to watch. No, and, and it's like it's like.
2: But the best I think shows that I'm are the watching- ones that you can you, you that can like. Refresh your memory, or take you back in time, or that you yeah. Understand. But like
3: there's shows that you watch though where it can make you angry, but it should make you equally part happy. Like there's shows right, that I watch. There's shows that I watch where there are characters I hate, but I watch because I know that the characters I love will just destroy them eventually. Right. Like this show, it's like when uh, Charlie stood up, I was like, "Thank you, finally somebody called Marnie on being a bitch, and she is." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like I mean, it definitely brings up a lot of that. And generally, I think that there's like things I watch where. I think earlier we were talking about the relatability of just, like, 25-year-old girl humor. I mean, maybe someday I'll grow to be one, but <laughs> I really don't see that. And it's just, like, there's problems. Like, I, I don't get it. And uh, what is it? like? You don't get what? I don't get some of the problems they're having here. They're oh, just because okay. that is not me. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a 25-year-old guy living in California. I can understand, like, age problems, but I can't understand, like, their specific problems. And sometimes, like, the way they get pissed off about certain stuff is, like, it makes no logical sense to me. Like, uh, what is it, the abortion clinic episode? They're just sitting in the clinic. Just She's pissed off that she didn't show up to the abortion. Like, every girl that I know would have either left... Or would have been on the phone just flipping a shit, not just angrily sitting there going, can't believe she didn't show up. <laughs>
4: Well, do you think that for the male audience for this, because I mean, obviously it's kept you watching for the last five episodes and I'm sure you will continue to watch. Do you feel like this is a little insider for (laughs) men of this generation to, hey, pay attention because this is the things that really happen and these are what these girls are talking about us and this is how to handle it and how not to be like Charlie.
3: I think that this is for girls, at least the way I'm seeing it. Like, I think that there's probably a little more truth to this than there are for, like, guy comedies. But it's, like, I I think it's true in the same way that, like, The Hangover is, like, what girls see guys doing. Like, there's a lot of, like, glaring Mm. things they say. It's like, this is what all guys do. No. No, they friggin' don't. Some Some of us go to Vegas, gamble the entire time. I'm sorry. (laughs) Right. I don't don't get roofied by my brother-in-law. Like... (laughs)
2: you're doesn't listening, represent not get ideas. All of the women in America, which I which yeah. I agree with that. I think that some of the stuff that's going on, though, as far as the relationships or the low self-esteem moments, all of those are kind of to be, I think, mirrors to show us sometimes how dumb we can really yeah. be when we're just being nothing but girls.
3: It's understandable. But also, mm. like, some of those relationship things, I mean, maybe it's just me where I grew up and what I've seen, but, like, uh, what I've seen. Um, <laughs> I sound like a non um, <laughs> Maybe it's what I've seen, but... I feel like some of those relationship problems, it feels very high school to me. Like, the abusive relationships, like, it's like, why are you staying with this guy? You feel like you would have moved a little bit beyond this. I mean, maybe uh, Hannah's, like, a late bloomer, and that's her kind of thing. Like, she never got over that. But I feel like already by the time you've gone out of college, like, there's so many people I know who, like, they've gotten beyond that. Like, maybe even... At, right. Oh, wow. They,
2: really? I Some feel like them. I feel like we as women go through that all the time. You go through that with your husband sometimes. Like I, guess, I think that people I, go through. It's it's it is very their issues are very immature. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, because they are young. But I think that in the grand scheme of things, if you take it more generally, mm-hmm. we all can relate to it. Just from the he's nice. He's mean. He's nice, he's mean. So then you beg for those moments of niceness. And then finally you realize you don't freaking deserve me. And I think Hannah's gonna get to that point. Yeah. But I think that's something that we all relate to. Even men. Men and women both can relate to that.
3: Maybe with Hannah though, I think it's the fact that it feels so new to her or something. Like she it it could be the obliviousness thing that I talked about, that like every experience he's like, Oh, this is new. It's like no, like it's I feel like a Hannah type. Would have experienced that by some point, like some abusive guy when she was having <laughs> her low self esteem moment in high school. I'm sure. I'm sorry. Like, we all know those guys who back in high school were that kind of dick, like the Adam kind yeah. of guy who were frighteningly cocky despite how they looked. And... <laughs> sorry, that, that dude is. Yeah.
2: No, thank you it, for that. Just, <laughs> does, does
3: anyone look at that guy and just go, "What well, Kim?" Like.
2: <laughs> We're like like nothing about him though. <laughs> There's
4: very few guys on are Like his abs. That's it. He's not like
3: I don't know. Although, uh, and also, this is just a one little nitpicky thing from uh, an episode before the dude from the Lonely Island who uh, told Marnie that he, uh, he wanted to fuck her. Yes. Really. That guy, like, okay. That is no. It's like, I was wait, like, okay, no. Wait, 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 no. <laughs> I know, I know,
1: I know. He's not like your average, like hottie. But the, but the way he carried so the confidence, himself, yeah, it was is the confidence, is confidence is goes a long way. You can, even but, for ugliest girl, you can be look, the
4: ugliest you. guy and have the smallest penis. But if you exude confidence, you that are goes laid. along. So with
1: that being said, let's get into our predictions. We're gonna unfortunately we are out of time. So let's let's now, think about what's gonna go, what's gonna happen next. We could talk about this forever. So what do we think? Do we think that uh, that Marnie's really going to be set with her breakup or what do you think?
4: I think that Marnie, yes, is going to be set with the breakup. Mm-hmm. I think now she's going to explore her options as far as pursuing the artist guy or whomever who's going to be a little bit more stimulating and more dominant m- wearing the man pants so to speak. Mm-hmm.
3: And and man girl pants?
4: Yeah. Well, no, she doesn't want a guy who wears man girl pants. Oh, and I so haven't. I think I think that Marnie's going to really start to explore her options now mm. that she's like, okay, it's time to move on, as you had said. Now, as far as Hannah's concerned, hmm that's a head scratcher. Some more
3: awkward sex.
4: <laughs> <I'm> going <be laughs> to see some
3: Lena Dunham boob. Is that what
4: you think? Is that what you're ready to see more of? No, no. <laughs> what,
3: we, what we, we, have, we have fulfilled our quota of Lena Dunham boobs. That's. <laughs> I, I'm saying it now. Can we please just put a an, an end to that? We need to, we need to like even it out with the rest of the cast. We almost saw a, a little bit of Shoshana, <laughs> although that was the most awkward lingus scene ever.
2: <laughs> well, you know who Shoshana is going to hook up with.
3: Hopefully everyone. Who on the
2: show would she possibly hook up with? Charlie, of course. They would. They perfectly that can. Would be, That's good. She's That, that opportunity would be the most to sex ever. That yeah. would be perfect. And then Jess is going to not know that she's messing with him and accidentally sleep with Charlie. Shoshana's is going to get mad because Jessa slept with him, and she's going to be like, "Oh, I didn't know you were sleeping with him." And then it's and she's not <laughs> really even going to care because she's Jessa. And yeah, then, I don't even see any
3: accidentally. She's like, "Oh, I slept with him. I thought it was cool."
2: Right, Shoshana's heart's <laughs> Gonna be broken watch. <laughs> right,
1: Kelly, well, I'm think? curious to see. I think I think Hannah's gonna go back and get her job back. Cause she's gonna figure out she needs to pay her bills.
2: Also,
1: so we'll see what happens. Thanks you guys for watching and don't you know again. Please be sure to download us on iTunes. You can catch us on YouTube and please comment, rate us, and let us know what you think. We'll see you next time. And you can catch me on Twitter right. at Kelly079 and you at
3: at Andrew Gutten.
2: Miriam El Gonzalez. And tweet at me or play with my Twitter at spicy underscore MATI S-P-I C Y underscore M-A-R-I. And you can always tweet Afterbuzz at Afterbuzz TV.
3: Play with that Twitter.
2: you <laughs> next week.
1: From Bing.com,
0: executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network.